This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. We're here today with Wharton real estate professor Ben Keyes to talk about some of his latest research. Ben, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. First of all, could you give us basically a brief overview of your research? What were you trying to find out? Yeah, so a lot of my recent research has focused on trying to understand the role of monetary policy and how that transmits to households through the mortgage market. So traditionally, we've thought of the ways to stimulate the economy as being either through the fiscal side, so through a tax rebate, uh, or through monetary policy, lowering of interest rates. But the challenge is figuring out how those lower interest rates actually hit consumers' pocketbooks. And so in this project, we're looking at the mortgage market as the key channel through which uh, lower interest rates affect households. And when interest rates were lowered in response to the Great Recession, we were able to study this in much more detail. So this is a natural experiment. Exactly. So we had a, a time period of unusually low interest rates. Uh, and so that lowers the cost of borrowing for households who are not yet borrowing. But in particular, it benefits uh, mortgage holders who can either refinance if they have a fixed rate mortgage or in the case of an adjustable rate mortgage, a mortgage that's indexed to the, the treasury rate, their interest rate falls automatically and their payments fall automatically. And so one of the ways that we tried to study the pass-through of interest rates to households was looking at these uh, automatic resets of adjustable rate mortgages. The way that we tried to tackle this question was focus on two different types of adjustable rate mortgage borrowers, borrowers that had a long fixed period and borrowers that had a short fixed period. So one group would be exposed to lower interest rates sooner rather than later. What we found was that the group of borrowers who were exposed sooner uh, had interest rate reductions of about 175 basis points which if you translate that into dollars, most people can't translate basis points into dollars in their head, for the average loan, it reduced their mortgage payments by about $1,500 in the first year and $3,400 over the first two years. So if compare that to a traditional tax rebate. You might get a one-time check for $500. This was a much larger effect and something that benefited them throughout the life of the loan. What we wanted to see was what was the impact of this reduction. And we were able to take advantage of some amazing data that links mortgages to credit records. So we could track the, this reduction in payments through not just mortgage payments, but also to the rest of the credit portfolio. And what we found was that mortgage defaults fell 36% for this group who received this reduction in payments, this monetary policy stimulus. So a very large reduction in, in default rates. And that's not especially surprising. If you lower people's mortgages, uh, their mortgage payments, they're going to be more likely to make those payments. What we thought was more interesting and, and more novel was the fact that we could track where those, that reduction in payments was landing through the rest of their portfolio. So we were able to see a reduction in credit card payments uh, and credit card debt, that they were about 20% of uh, that reduction was going towards paying down credit cards. And that was especially uh, a large factor for those consumers who had a lot of credit card debt to begin with. So they're taking this reduction in, in mortgage payments and transferring that money to their highest cost debt. So we sort of see the rebalancing of the household portfolio. What we also see is households going out and spending that money in the form of buying new cars. And so consumers who receive this reduction in mortgage payments relative to the group who were going to receive the reduction later, they spend about 10% of that 
quote unquote monetary policy stimulus on new car purchases. So are there other key takeaways that you found? Well, one of the things that, that we wanted to highlight in this study was the benefits of automatic transmission of monetary policy through adjustable rate mortgage uh, contracts. Uh, again, the borrower doesn't have to do anything. It just they get a letter in the mail that says, congratulations, your payment has fallen. Of course, we're coming to a time period where interest rates might rise, and they'll get the opposite letter, sorry, your payment's going to go up. But that's a really stark contrast uh, to the fixed rate case, where you have to actively refinance your mortgage. You have to pay attention to what the current rates are. You need to reach out to a lender to be uh, re-evaluated and re-underwritten for that loan. Uh, many people who are underwater on their mortgage couldn't qualify for refinancing. So there's a real nice benefit to adjustable rate mortgages through this automatic transmission of monetary policy, which I think was underappreciated. So I could see how this could have a lot of implications, in particular for policymakers. I mean, what do you think are some of the practical takeaways from this? Well, I think one of the challenges for policymakers going forward is to rethink the predominant mortgage contract, which is the fixed-rate 30, uh, 30-year fixed mortgage. That's a, a contract that's been very popular, popularized by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, uh, sort of in response to some short-term contracts coming out of the Great Depression. And those contracts are really nice for borrowers in certain ways and really challenging for other types of borrowers. So on the good side, uh, it's a fixed payment every month for 30 years. You know exactly how much you're going to owe every month for 30 years, and that type of stability allows you to make very long-term plans. Um, and it's very easy to assess whether you're going to be able to make that payment or not. What The, the challenge of the fixed rate contract is that you have to actively refinance that contract, and you have to be approved for that contract. So when uh, credit dries up, as we saw it dry up in the wake of the Great Recession, uh, and standards are tightened, uh, there's going to be a large group of people who are going to be unable to refinance. And this is what the HARP program was designed to counteract. We wouldn't need such an extensive HARP program if more consumers were on adjustable rate mortgages. And so the monetary uh, policy impact would pass directly through, through this automatic refinancing. The risk there is that consumers are going to be bearing that upside risk as well, that when rates rise, their payments are going to go up. And we might not think that a lot of low-income households in particular um, should be facing that kind of risk, that they, sh they should be insulated from future interest rate changes. So I think one of the key policy takeaways is that in downturns, adjustable rate mortgages look like a really convenient mechanism through uh, through which households can benefit from, from policy. Uh, and the challenge going forward is to think about what's going to happen on the upside. And what's next for this research? So part of the, part of the research going forward is going to focus on the impacts of, of rate increases as we begin to see those. So this is a project where we're waiting in the wings for the Fed to raise rates. I'm not going to speculate on when that's going to happen. Sure. Uh, but I think that as we see rates rise, we'll see these types of adjustable rate mortgage contracts uh, become costlier for borrowers. And they're either going to want to refinance out of those, or we're going to see the impact on their pocketbooks. The other thing we, we'd like to study in more detail is the regional impacts, that there are parts of the country where adjustable rate mortgages are more prevalent or less prevalent. And in our existing work, we've done some analysis looking at the regional impacts and shown that the regions of the country that had more of these adjustable rate mortgages, where rates fell faster, 
and payments fell faster, they recovered faster during the Great, Repre Great Recession. So we saw uh, increased house prices, we saw more auto sales, and we actually saw increased local employment in those parts of the country. So we want to do more to study the regional impacts and get a better understanding about how a national policy like uh, setting interest rates can have really divergent impacts across different parts of the country. Ben, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.